Hey there, it's Maple Leaf Man. Welcome to my latest podcast. This one is about um, <laughs> truth in advertising. And uh, the day I realized that uh, advertising was not 100% true. We had um, access to one, two... I guess three television stations, four television stations when I was a kid, starting out anyway. We got more later on. But we just had this old antenna, and we'd have to go out and turn the antenna, and somebody inside would say, clear, and then they'd, we'd put something in to hold it in case uh, the wind came up and twisted it. So we could, we had to go outside and turn the antenna to depending on what station we wanted to watch long before cable and long before omnidirectional or multi-directional antennas. Um, one of the stations was American, of course. The other three were actually Canadian. One was French, so we had two English, one French, and one, uh, one American station. And every now and then, depending on the weather, we'd pick up an another American station that was near the Quebec border. Um, there were ads on the American stations that were different from the Canadian ads. We had more sort of, I don't know, seemed to me like social commentary ads, and they had these these wild, you know, plop, plop, fizz, fizz ads. And one of the ads was for uh, a type of running shoe for kids. And you may have heard the name. They were uh, Super U.S. Keds. And the the ads showed kids running and jumping and they had these shoes on and I don't know if they were like animated no I think they were real life I'm not sure but it it made you think that just getting a pair of these you'd run faster jump higher and and <laughs> just be the most amazing athlete simply by buying the shoes well that's not the way it happened um I never know how this worked out because I, I, I knew I wanted them. And I'm not even sure if I ever said to my, to my parents that I wanted the shoes. Maybe they just realized it somehow. And um, I got a pair of U.S. Cats in the, in the city. And I uh, came home and I was all excited. And I remember it was a summer evening. And I put on the U.S. Keds, and I went out the front, and I was racing around the front uh, front lawn. But damn, it, it, it was as if nothing had changed. I was still as slow as I ever was or as fast as I ever was. I couldn't jump any higher. <laughs> I uh, was very disappointed, and that's when it hit me that um, the ads weren't necessarily true. They uh, they sometimes lied. Actually, they, they always lie. Um, you know, nine times out of ten. Things are different now. I think, car, I think uh, advertising is a little bit more honest than it was back then. There were fewer rules back then, and uh, <laughs> it sure woke me up. Um, the second topic today, I have a choice of a bunch of stuff, and uh, I'll tell you about the... the the BB gun adventure that I had. Um, this is later in life after I learned to drive. And I think it was after I uh, had been to university at least one year. And I remember uh, I was at the back and I had a, my grandfather's BB gun. It was a, 
a lever action BB gun and you'd fill the the barrel thing with BBs and then you'd cock it with the lever on the bottom and then you'd shoot it and plink, 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 you'd shoot it. I didn't ever shot at animals, I just shot at, uh, you know, things that made a sound when the, when the BB hit them and they were uh, copper BBs. And I was at one fall day, cool fall day, it was, it was nice though, uh, clear sun and I was at plinking as I, as I called it and um, I cocked the gun and then uh, it wouldn't uncock. It, uh, the, the lever wouldn't come back up, so I can only assume that there was a BB trapped inside somewhere. So I said, well, this is, this is not good, and I, I, I kept trying to jam the, the lever back up, but it wouldn't come back up. And uh, I said, well, I'll go and sit in the, in the Volvo. And I had a, an old, um, I think it was my third car, I had the um, a 1961 Triumph Herald first, and then I had a 1965 Mustang, believe it or not, it was a beautiful car. And then the third one I got from a guy in Montreal for 25 bucks, it was a Volvo 544S. And uh, the car itself was quite the vehicle, it had different colored front bumpers, uh, front fenders. It had a door knob as a handle for the trunk. <laughs> it was a two-door. It was pretty fast. It had twin SU carbs and uh, it was a 1600cc engine. And I believe it had seat belts. I think it was 1965 also. And um, w what we used to do, uh, you know, once we're finished with the car, we'd put it behind the barn because there was always an off chance we could use a part on it or, I don't know, sometimes we thought we could get it running again. But uh, we, we rarely did. And the Volvo was out there, so I opened up the car, car door and I was sitting in the passenger seat. And it was warm in the car because the sun had heated it up. <laughs> and I said, I was trying to get the lever back up and uh, it wouldn't come up. So I said, well, maybe if I just try, the, try to pull the trigger. Well, I uh, pulled hard enough that, from the trigger <laughs> that the... Uh, the BB shot out, but as soon as the BB shot out, the lever came smashing down on the, the, the uh, little, two little prongs that held it in place so it wouldn't fall down on its own. But wouldn't you know, the, the fatty part of my middle finger was on those prongs. So when the, when the lever came back up, it jammed my finger onto those prongs. There was blood everywhere. The BB was bouncing around in the car because it, I guess I think it hit the windshield. And I was laughing my fool head off because uh, it seems so ridiculously funny that all this happened at once. I pull the trigger, the thing goes into the fleshy part of my, my middle finger and the BB's dancing around inside the car. It was, uh, it was fairly funny. So there, the, we still have that BB gun, it's a daisy. Daisy BB gun. I don't know exactly where it is. I may have it actually. I I think, I think I may have it, and uh, it's in the closet somewhere. Back at the house, and uh, it's my grandfather and grandmother actually uh, used to do target practice in their house. They would, uh, they had the the paper uh, targets, 
and they would, both of them, as far as I know, would uh, shoot BBs inside the house and, <laughs> and have target practice uh, with these things. We, I, it, it, It's an old gun. It's probably from the, I guess, the 50s or 60s. I mean, it still works. It's still in, it's still in perfect condition, probably with a little blood on the two, the two prongs that hold the uh, lever. Anyway, that's my story. So that's about uh, that's about eight minutes, long enough for you to to enjoy it a little bit. I hope you do. Um, leave some comments if you if you would. Um, remember that we're on Stitcher and we're on uh, iTunes. I think that's the only two we're on. And I appreciate your listening to my little stories. Take care. Cheers to all. Thanks. Maple Leaf Man over and out.